Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. Now, here's your host, Michael Tanner. Well, hello there, friend. Michael Tanner here, your host. Welcome to 2022, and welcome to another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. Thrilled, as always, that you've chosen to tune in and spend your time with me talking about leadership. Thank you so much for doing that. And yeah, welcome to episode number 81 in the new year here. Um, And I've got a topic today I just kind of from the heart wanted to share with you today. And it's really around the idea of, is leadership worth it, right? Is leadership worth it? A good friend of mine, uh, Earl Brion, has a um, a great podcast. I think he's changed the title of it here recently, actually. But uh, initially, his podcast was entitled The Burden of Command, um, or if you will, you know, The Burden of Leadership or the, The Heavy Weight or Responsibility of Leadership. And you've heard me talk about many times how um, you know, difficult leadership can be. I believe it's simple. Uh, it's it's not complex. It's simple to understand, but it is it is difficult. It it is hard, especially to be a great leader. Uh, and when something is really really difficult, when it's really hard, it causes us to ask ourselves, "Well, is it worth it? Right? Is that burden of command? Is that burden of leadership? Is that pressure? That stress? That weight of leadership?" Is it worth it? And so I want to talk to talk to you a little bit about that today. Uh, before I jump into that topic, uh, I do want to take care of a couple of housekeeping items. Uh, I want to go all the way back to last year and take care of something that I told you I would do, but then I forgot in the next podcast episode. Uh, two podcasts ago, as we uh, were in the, the Christmas week, uh, I shared with you my ideas around uh, Christmas is about giving and giving is a is a kind of a core principle of leadership. You, you have to be a giver. And in that podcast episode, I talked about how we have this, typically have this question around Christmas, around what was the favorite gift that you received? And I mentioned that I'd prefer that we uh, turn that uh, question around a little bit and be asking, what is the favorite gift that you gave during the Christmas season? And I told you that uh, I would uh, let you know what that was for me, what gift that I gave that was my favorite, if you will. Uh, But I didn't want to mention it then because I was afraid family members may be listening uh, prior to Christmas and it would uh, let the cat out of the bag, if you will. Uh, So I promised you for the New Year's uh, episode, last episode, episode 80, that I would uh, that I would tell you what that was. And I totally forgot. So I'm coming back around to uh, to divulge that and let you know what that is. Uh, And so what I gave, I actually gave this gift to my wife. I gave it to my mother and also gave it to my mother-in-law. Um, now my, my wife knew that we were giving this to, uh, uh, my mom and also to my mother-in-law, but she didn't know that she was receiving one also. Uh, but essentially what this is, this is a digital picture frame. Uh, I believe it's called skylight picture frame, but it's a digital picture frame. Uh, but it's connected to the Wi-Fi. It's connected to the internet in your home. And when you register this picture frame, uh, you can register an email address. 
And then what you do is you just send pictures to that email address and they show up on the picture frame. Uh, and in fact, what happens is uh, you, uh, uh, you send an email, uh, a picture email uh, to this email address and then a little bar pops up on the bottom of the picture frame and it says you have new pictures. Uh, you can click that button and you'll see the new pictures that were just sent to your picture frame. Uh, if you don't click that button, then those new pictures will eventually just kind of uh, show up in the, the random scroll of the pictures anyway. Um, but, uh, but I gave that, that picture frame to all three, my wife, my mother-in-law and my mom. Uh, and I believe it was a really, really big hit, uh, with all of them. Um, I had kind of seeded the picture frames with some, some photos, uh, prior to giving it to them so that it wasn't just a blank picture frame. Uh, so I had sent some emails, uh, with pictures that were on my phone. I'd had our children send some pictures with, uh, from their phone. Uh, my sister, uh, I told her what, uh, what mom was receiving and told her to start sending some pictures. So when they received the picture frame, they already had a, a good number of photos on there. Uh, but then of course I shared the email addresses, the three email addresses with all of the family members and, you know, told them, you know, whenever you take a good picture, be sure you send it to these email addresses. So they'll show up on the picture frames and just a really big hit. Um, my mom, especially she really, really enjoys it. She's already sent me notes um, she is kind of semi-retired. Uh, she does a lot of quilting. And so she's sitting, sitting in her chair, chair, uh, quilting, uh, and she's got the picture frame right next to her. And she says, uh, that it's really exciting when she sees the new photo button shows up and she, she clicks that to see the new photos. Uh, so just a big hit with all three of the ladies in my life. Um, and, uh, so that was, a, that was the favorite gift that I gave uh, during this Christmas season. Um, I'd love to hear what you gave uh, during the Christmas season that was your favorite gift. Uh, if you want to share that with me, I'll tell you what, just shoot me an email, michael at credibleleaders.com, michael at credibleleaders.com. Shoot me an email. I'd love to hear what the favorite gift that you gave during the Christmas season uh, was. Uh, now, uh, other than that, a uh, housekeeping item is uh, our calculator. Don't forget about our leadership calculator Take advantage of this free tool to measure your leadership effectiveness. If you can measure your leadership effectiveness, you can then begin to improve your leadership effectiveness. So we have a, a great tool that's available for you. Head over to credibleleaders.com forward slash calculator. You can use that tool. It's, it's quick and easy. It'll take you five minutes. Um, it will assess using our leadership equation, your leadership score, give that to you, but also give you a report on exactly what you need to do step-by-step step, things that you need to be doing to improve your leadership effectiveness, to improve your leadership score. Uh, so you get that report, you can take that action, then you can come back to the calculator, uh, reassess and see your score improve. So take advantage of that leadership calculator over at credibleleaders.com forward slash calculator. Now, again, let me kind of dive in and start talking about this topic of is leadership worth it. Uh, as I talked about in the, in the beginning or in the intro here, um, leadership is difficult. It's hard. Okay. I, I don't want to kind of candy coat or sugar coat the idea that, uh, when you're a leader, life is easy now, right? You just sit in your office and bark commands and people just do, uh, all the work for you and, and you don't have to work hard. You don't have to do anything. That's not leadership at all. Um, leadership is really 
taking it up a notch or maybe several notches related to how hard you're going to work, related to how much burden and stress and pressure you're going to carry as the leader, right? Um, all of those things are going to be taken up several notches from, from just being a, a, an individual contributor, being a team member, okay? So when we begin to experience that, especially as we begin to experience that as young leaders, as rookie leaders, first-time leaders, when we begin to experience that burden of leadership, that pressure and stress of leadership, we begin to ask ourselves, well, is this worth it, right? Is being in a leadership position even worth it, okay? And so I wanted to talk through that a little bit and, uh, and give you some insights into maybe why you're asking yourself that question, but also giving you some insight into, uh, and I'll let the cat out of the bag here, yes, I believe leadership is worth it, okay? And I'll give you the reasons why that is. Now, first of all, let's talk about, uh, we've talked about my leader, our leadership equation a number of times, uh, credibility plus competence divided by motive, and then all that's multiplied by relationship. That is our leadership equation. And what I would submit to you that is related to asking yourself this question, is leadership worth it? It's directly tied to your motive. Why do you want to be a leader? And I would submit to you this. If you ask yourself that question, you know, is leadership worth it? And you're really, really struggling to decide that it is worth it. You're really thinking, well, this is not worth it at all. It may be that you've gotten into leadership for selfish reasons. And that's okay. That's not to say that you're a bad person. That's not to say that you've done something wrong. In fact, I got into leadership in my early years for selfish reasons. I, I thought it would be, you know, cool to have a vice president title. I thought it'd be really great to have the, the prestige and the authority. Um, and I had a lot of, uh, you know, misconceptions about the compensation and so forth associated with leadership. So I entered into leadership for selfish reasons also. And so when you're asking yourself that question, is leadership worth it? And you're really, really struggling to decide that it is worth it. It may be that you're in leadership right now for selfish reasons. You're in it just because of the title or the compensation or the prestige or authority or whatever it might be, right? You're in leadership for selfish reasons. And when that's the case, you will always struggle with the question of, is leadership worth it? Forever you will be frustrated and struggle with that question. Because I believe the reality is the, the prestige that comes with a title, it just isn't enough value to a person to deal with, to put up with all the pressure and all the stress that is good, effective leadership. And in fact, if you are in leadership for selfish reasons, uh, you're going to exacerbate your frustration because oftentimes your selfishness in leadership just frustrates your team, right? A frustrated leader has a frustrated team. And then it begins this kind of this wicked snowball effect, right? You're frustrated. Your team becomes frustrated because they're frustrated. Now you become even more frustrated and it's just kind of this snowball effect. And because of those selfish motives of being in leadership, you're going to always struggle with this idea, is leadership really worth it? Now, on the flip side of that, if you are in leadership for selfless reasons, right? You're in leadership because you want to see the team win. You're in leadership because 
you want to empower and equip and, and engage with a group of people called a team, and you want to see them achieve some big goal. You want to see them succeed in some way, whatever that is. If you're in, in leadership for those reasons, for those selfless reasons, you're not going to struggle with the idea of is leadership worth it near as much as the, as the leader that's in it for selfish reasons, right? So again, I've talked about this before, but if you're in leadership for uh, selfish reasons, you can take action necessary to begin to, to change your attitude, to change your motive from selfish to selfless. Um, you can take appreciation and gratitude actions and things like that, and that will begin to shift your attitude to a selfless leader. And once you're a selfless leader, now you have a path to which you can definitively say to that question, is leadership worth it? You can definitively say that, yes, it is worth it. And I want to talk to you and share with you a few ways that that I would submit to you that it is definitely worth, worth the, the burden and the stress and the pressure of leadership. And that value, that worth that is associated with that question is tied to the relationship side of our leadership equation. So first of all, you have the motive. And the motive is, you know, if, if your motive is selfish, then you're going to always struggle with that question. If your motive is selfless, then you're on a path to being able to definitively answer, yes, leadership is worth it. And the getting to that definitive answer is related to the relationship variable that's in our leadership equation. When you begin to build good relationships with the team members that are on your team, this is where the worth or the value of leadership is returned back to you. This is where you begin to experience and see things in your relationship with your team members where you definitively say, yes, this is worth it. All the time, all the worry, all the pressure, stress, burden, all those things that I carry as a leader, seeing these things in my team members makes it worth it. And so I want to, again, as you build good, close relationships with those team members, I want to talk to you a little bit about the things that you're going to see in your team members that make it worth it for you to be a leader. And first of all, one of the first things that you're going to see as you build up a good team, as you build up good relationships with your team members and you're leading well, you and your team are going to start achieving some of your goals. You're going to start achieving some wins. You're going to start, uh, you know, uh, achieving a, a pattern of success. Credibility is one of the variables in the leadership equation, and that is this track record of success. Um, and in the equation, it's specific to you as the leader, your credibility, your track record of success. But what you're going to start to see in your team is you're going to start to see this credibility. You're going to start to see this track record of success begin to build in your team. And probably more importantly, what you're going to start to see happen is the, the confidence and the, the engagement that these successes create in each of your team members. Again, you're building relationships with these team members and you're going to begin to be able to see the change that happens to them 
uh, in, in them personally, as, as individuals, you're going to start to see the change that happens to them because they're starting to experience success as individuals on the team, but also as, as a collective, as a, as a team, you're going to, you're going to see things like their confidence is going to change. You're going to see things change like their willingness to, to go after and accept new challenge. You're going to see lots of change like that happening in your team members at work, right? Because of your engagement with them, because of your relationship building with them, um, and, and because of this track record, this credibility, this track record of success that you're creating with them. And one of the, again, one of the most powerful things for you to begin to see as the leader, I've been through this many, many times, and it's so in, exciting for me to see this where you have a team member um, and maybe they're new to the team, or maybe you you are the new person to the team, but you're starting to build this relationship with this team member. And you recognize that there are some areas of the work environment where this team member is really, really uncomfortable. Uh, I've shared with you before, I kind of grew up in the corporate ranks through software development, through uh, computer science and software development. And engineers, specifically in the computer science world, we tend to be introverts. Um, and so this idea of public speaking or making big presentations or something like that, that is just not something that we're comfortable with at all. And I have experienced over the years, many mem team members where I, be I built relationships with them. And as they grew, grew in maturity uh, in their careers and so forth, uh, they got to points in their career where they needed to step out of their comfort zone and they needed to give a presentation, maybe to some executives or whatever it might be. And you could just know and tell as a leader that they were really, really uncomfortable with taking that next step in their career and doing this thing that that they just, one, weren't very skilled at, and two, were definitely not comfortable doing. But because of the the relationship that you're able to build with them and because of the, you know, the coaching that you're giving them and the influence that you have over them, then they go and do whatever that thing is. They give that big presentation to those executives. And yes, they are afraid of that. It's scary to them. They're extremely nervous, but they go and do it. And, and you know, they don't always do a great job and, and so forth, but they learn from it and they, they, they get out of that comfort zone. And, and so you start to see those team members growing in their experience and you start to see them uh, pushing the boundaries of the things that they're comfortable with doing. And that is extremely exciting to you as a leader. And that's here in the workplace. That's something that really, really makes it worth it. All the hard work, all the pressure and stress and worry and burden that you're carrying as the leader when you're building up those relationships and you see them win and you see them do things that are outside their comfort zone and you see them grow, you see them learn uh, as team members, that is super exciting to you as a leader. And that's that makes it worth it, right? But there's, there's something beyond that that I would suggest that you've got to be a really observant leader, a really engaged leader with the people that you're leading. And you've got to build really, really good relationships with your people. Uh, and when that's the case, you're not only setting them up for success here at work, here in the office, you're also setting them up for success 
at home. And, you know, for me, I think this is probably one of the most important aspects of leadership is that if I can set my team members up for success at home, then there's incredible value to me in the hard work of leadership. And, and what that looks like, I mean, recognize that your team members uh, typically spend at a minimum 40 hours per week under your leadership on your team. Um, I mean, let's be real, 40 hours is probably uh, the low end. I mean, especially here in the States, we have this tendency to overwork ourselves. And so, but we're going to go with 40, right? So for 40 hours a week, or 2,000, 2,080 hours per year, your team members are spending with you. There's another eight or so of those hours that they're spending asleep and, and so forth, right? So they only have another third of their 24 hour day to spend with their family. Uh, you know, and that's not, that's not counting commute times and, and meal times and, and things like that. So you recognize that at least a third of their life, they're spending under your leadership, right? Now, the reality of that, the fact that they're spending a full one third of their life at least under your leadership is that they're going to carry the experience of that one third of their life into the other two thirds of their life. So for instance, if, if, they're, if, if life at work is extremely stressful, they're just frustrated and they're unhappy, you know that they're not going to go home and sleep well that night. So that, that one third that is associated with resting and sleeping, they're not going to get good rest. They're not going to get good sleep. You also know that in that one third of life that is work, if again, if they're just unhappy, if they're frustrated, if they're angry all the time, they don't feel, they feel like they're just always losing. They can't get a good win. Um, they're going to carry that attitude also into their family life, into that one third that is now left to spend with their spouse, with their children, with their extended family. They're going to carry that unhappiness into that one third of their life as well. And so your one third as a leader, it really sets the tone for the other two thirds of their life. And so if you can be the leader that enables and equips your team members to ex experience success. If you are the leader that enables them to experience appreciation and gratitude for all the hard work that they do, if you're the leader that helps them uh, experience, uh, you know, progress and overcoming challenges, if you're the leader that has a relationship that grows them outside of their comfort zone and they begin to do things that they're typically not comfortable doing, and they, they gain these new skills, they gain this new knowledge. If you're that leader for them in the one-third that is the work life, well, they're going to carry that over into the other two-thirds of their life as well. If, if they're happy and, and all is well and they're feeling successful at work, well, they're going to rest well at night. They're going to sleep well at night. If they leave the work, uh, if they leave the office and they're in a great mood, they're in a happy mood because they've just hit a big milestone. They've just uh, gained some success or they've just heard from their leader um, some, uh, some uh, expressions of appreciation and gratitude for all that. If they leave the work environment feeling happy 
and satisfied and successful, well, they're going to carry that into their family time as well. They're going to carry that feeling and that attitude into their relationship with their spouse, with their children, uh, and with their extended family. And so you as the leader, especially through the building these good relationships, you have this opportunity to impact their family life as well. And to me, that is incredibly valuable. That is powerful. That for me definitively makes the answer to the question, is leadership worth it? For me, it's a resounding yes. Yes, it is worth it because I know that I can positively impact their life at work, but I can also positively impact their life at home as well. And for me, that makes everything worth it. Now, I will say this, especially to be able to see the positive impact that your leadership has on a person's home life, you have to build good, long-lasting, close relationships with those team members. Uh, You're not going to hear from them evidence that your leadership and the work environment impacts their family life until you begin to make a really, really good, have a build a good relationship with them. And then through the course of conversation, you're going to be able to begin to hear things that, uh, that you recognize your leadership, the work environment you've created for your team, it impacted in that way. You know, you'll hear things like, for instance, um, you'll be talking to a team member and you'll, they will mention something. Yeah, my wife and I, we went out to dinner at this great steakhouse we'd never been to last night. And we went, we were just kind of celebrating the big win that we had here at the office when we hit that big milestone in the project. And so you're going to hear how your leadership and the work environment positively impacted their home life as well. And again, that's really where, for me, it makes the answer to that question a resounding yes leadership is definitely worth it. So as we, as we go into leadership or 2022 and you're in leadership and you're asking yourself, is leadership worth it? Then I want to encourage you to examine two things. First of all, examine your motive, your motive for being in leadership. Is it selfish or selfless? And if it's selfish, you need to start taking the actions necessary to, to shift your attitude over to a selfless motive of leadership. And then the second thing to evaluate is to begin to evaluate the relationships that you have with each of your team members and do what's necessary, do the actions necessary to build better relationships with your team members. And then you'll be able to get uh, and see uh, evidence that yes, your leadership is positively impacting the lives of those you lead. And therefore you'll answer to that question, is leadership worth it? Your answer also will be a resounding yes. So I I hope that's helped you. I hope that's encouraged you here in 2022. When you ask yourself that question, is leadership worth it? First, know that you're not alone. Every single one of us has asked that question of ourselves at some point in time, some of us multiple times like me. Um, But if you'll just examine your motive, examine your relationships, I believe you'll settle in on the answer of it's a resounding yes leadership is definitely worth it. So I hope that's helped you. I hope that's encouraged you again here as we begin 2022. Hey, don't forget again, our leadership calculator, take advantage of that free tool, credibleleaders.com forward slash calculator. You definitely want to measure your leadership so that you can begin to improve it. 
And until I speak to you again next week, be blessed and lead well. This episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast has ended, but never fear. You can find other binge-worthy podcasts and episodes at rookieleaders.com. If you like this episode, please rate and write a review in iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. We appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to credibleleaders.com.